Everyone, welcome to the Dr. Transformation Talk Radio. Oh, all of you out there at Wesley, Rhode Island, New York, Connecticut. Thanks to our affiliate, WBOQ 1230 AM Stereo, that has said yes to broadcasting this show. We are so thrilled. Live from the floor of One the Event, One Becoming One, One the Gathering. A vision that Eric Lawyer had, firefighter in Seattle, who, like so many firefighters and so many people across the world, um, Woke up on that morning of 9-11, expected things to just flow from their day, and were shocked by the events of that day, as we all, we all have been. But for him, his journey was profound. Anger, hate, fear, all of those things that one fears uh, when they feel like uh, they're being attacked, and that's certainly what this country had, had come under. So for him, he was asked one very profound question especially as his life went on after those events, filled with anger, resentment, betrayal, started to drink, started to eat too much. He was asked the question, Eric, do you love yourself? Now, that question and the result of the journey he's gone on, the self-exploration, which turned from the outside to within, has created a ripple effect. This is a man that spent his entire life savings to produce an event, the event we're broadcasting live from, right here in uh, Seattle, Washington, but webcast everywhere, everywhere. We're we're webcasting it from TransformationTalkRadio.com. So if you go there, if you go to OneTheEvent.org, you'll find it. So this is a gentleman, life savings, all of these events are free, Friday and Saturday, workshops, panels, some of the most prolific, profound conversations going on about creating a shift. And the shift is from fear. So if you can't say the words, fear to love, let's take an introspective perspective with my guest today, Dr. Carmen Hara. Now, this is a person that could tell you a lot about fear, but she can also tell you a lot about possibilities. She, like me, uh, we're New Yorkers. So 9-11 has a very personal meaning to us. And like many of us, we lived in fear, but she literally lives in New York. And so today, this certified hypnotherapist, astrologer, numerologist, uh, astrophysognometrist, I don't even know how to say that darn word. She's been on today's show, Fox News, uh, many other things. She is one of the greatest psychics of our times, has made predictions beyond predictions that you can imagine. And I believe she's uh, teaming up here with Dougal Fraser and Colette Barron-Reed for an incredible cruise. But I want to welcome you, Dr. Carmen. Thank you for taking time out of your life, out of your day, to join us on this show. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. You're amazing, and I really think that this wonderful man who, you know, dedicated his life to makes us understand that sometimes, uh, you know, you build a miracle uh, through suffering and through pain, and uh, this is the way we evolve sometimes through going through a lot of difficulties. Um, and as you said, it, you know, the fear that um, uh, September 11, uh, 2001 brought in people is incredible, but fear is a feeling that you have to uh, to examine, you have to learn about it, you have to be in touch with, you have to go within you, you know, and look at your fear and say, I'm not going to give you power, I'm not going to let you control my life, I want to escape from you, because as you know very well, you know, working in the field of psychology, you know, the limbic brain is that part of the brain that controls emotions, and sometimes our emotions are, are taken in church and they become so powerful and they amplify and they grow, you know, and they are, create blockages in our lives. So, but humanity collectively, because we go through such a period of, of change and we go to such a, a, a natural state of transformation because life is all about moving and transformation and creating something different, um, we have to understand that this fear is just about almost everything at this point, from the economy economy, you know, to the job system, to the, the, the general crisis that exists in the world right now. So uh, this, this feeling of being overwhelmed and afraid and scared and anxious about tomorrow uh, is actually given us as a, as a door through uh, to creating a new possibility. So I'm a firm believer that there's going to be a rebirth, you know, through the fear into a new humanity. It, where were you on uh, September 11, 2001? September 11 at 8 something in the morning, I took my daughter, my youngest daughter, to, to school in Long Island. Uh, she was going to, uh, she was an 8th grader by that time, and then I uh, uh, I was going towards my Manhattan, I was hitting the highway, and uh, I was supposed to be in my office around 9 something, I had a day with many, many clients and patients, and I said to myself, my God, I have such a crazy day, and when I was supposed to cross the city, I still have a house in, in the area uh, near Forest Hill, so uh, uh, when I was on the, uh, almost closer to enter the bridge, I heard my mother's voice saying, please, Carmen, you're not going to the city today. And I thought that I was crazy, but I always listen to the messages that come from above. Almost like I always feel that this world is governed from above and there's always a connection with those who don't have a body anymore. So I listen. In that moment, I pick up the phone and I call my assistant and I said, cancel my appointment at, till, at least till 1, 1 p.m. I want to see why I'm hearing this. Turn, turn the car around, got into my house, and my husband was about to go to his, his uh, work. And he said, why are you coming home? You're supposed to be in the city. I said, because my mother, I started, my mother told me to watch TV because something major is about to happen. So I sit comfortably on the, on the, on the couch and I put the TV on and five minutes later, exactly when my husband was leaving the door, September 11 started. So in that moment, I want to tell you, Dr. Pat, that almost every, every, Nash, every local station in New York was calling me from generally when I had my best friend Lynn White, uh, the anchor uh, during the morning, to uh, Good Day New York, to uh, Fox, to everybody was calling to find out. I said, come, do you have an idea what's going on? What is this all about? And it's interesting that I kind of knew, and I was on live television on Channel 11 talking about September 11 and the number of people that are going to die, 
and there are four airplanes. So I was on live television sort of pretty much describing and giving a hint of what's about to happen about September 11. And two days later, I got a call from uh, Jimmy Walker, uh, uh, President Bush's cousin, first cousin, who was doing by that time working for ABC with Peter Janis in 2001. And he called me and said, will you tell me where is this Bin Laden? If you claim you have a gift to see, tell me exactly when we're going to find him. I hope we're going to find him right away. And I remember me telling him that I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, and I don't see um, us being in a situation to, to find him for a very long time. And fair enough, you know, almost up to the point that they say we're not, never going to find him alive. I always had a feeling that at the end he will be killed, but it's going to take a very long time. And you see, it almost took 10 years. But thank, thanks God that the, the, that symbol of evil is, is gone, and we can finally celebrate, um, you know, this event in a positive way, like the end of a chapter, the end of a cycle, the end of a situation, and the beginning of something new and something that we've been learning from. So, yeah, I had an amazing experience on September 11. Mm-hmm. I also find it interesting that everything had to do with 11. So it was the day of 11. It happened in New York, which is in the 11 state. The first airplane that hit was uh, airplane 11. The number of passengers killed in all the airplanes equals an 11. There were so many, uh, you know, uh, things that pointing towards that element of 11, and 11 is the era of enlightenment, more so uh, at exactly when September 11 took place, um, six planets were aligned in the 11th house uh, in, in astrology. So it's almost like the divine world was trying to tell us something, and I found it interesting, uh, this year is 2011. So there's, there's a strong relationship because the element of 11 and the synchronicity of element in the universe, and I think that we want to understand much more about the physical world we are living in. We have to read the signs. We have to pay attention to every divine code that symbolizes something. I mean, I don't know, Dr. Pat, if you knew, but uh, uh, Barack Obama in the White House, he has a numerology of 11. His wife has number 11, so her, her birthday equals an 11. John Biden's birthday equals an 11. The Secretary of State has all the planets in the 11 house. So is that a coincidence or there's more about it? Almost every single leader in mm-hmm. the world, uh, their birthday equals an 11 from Ronald Reagan to Bill Clinton to Al Gore uh, to Buddha to Jesus Christ to Martin Luther King. You take their birthday and you reduce it to a single digit and you get an 11. And to me, that's fascinating. Well, I think it's fascinating. And you know, it's so interesting, Dr. Carmen. I, I never know what we're going to talk about. It's so interesting we're talking about this because I was born on the 11th day of the month, and it has always been so profound to me, that number. I played softball. I played sports. I was always number 11. When 9-11 happened, I had a strange shift about that number, and it's taken me 10 years to get back, you know, to the point where I actually can look at that number again, you know, from a place of love. So it's so interesting that we're talking about this now. Well, I think that, that this number 11 has a lot to do with who you are. I mean, your level of perception. We used to say that people who have this element of 11 in their, in their birth code, they are people who have a lot of vision. They are, they are very um, wise people. They have a high level of perception. So that's why you're doing your show. That's why you're interested in learning so many things. That's why you're so helpful to so many people on the planet. 
because your soul carries that energy. So I think it's pretty amazing that you have it yourself. So And that you're drawn to this episode and to this event, and you are one of those people who want to raise consciousness in others and make them understand that you being born on the day of 11, more, more than anybody else, you understand the meaning behind. The meaning behind this episode is not so much the terrorist attack. It's people coming together. It's people acknowledging the changes we are going for. The people wanting to eliminate the root of the evil because 11 means enlightenment when you expose everything into the light. So all the dark forces are, you know, not uh, hidden anymore. They're coming into the light and everybody can see them. So for you to be able to fight something and eliminate something, you need to know. So it's almost becoming aware of where the problem is and then you start to fight it and you get rid of it. So uh, it's the same thing with fear. I mean, that feeling, if you fight it, if you if you control it, if you connect directly to, with your own emotions, especially the negative emotion like fear, anger, anxiety, whatever, worrying, whatever emotions, there's so many range of emotions. Whatever they are, if you tune into them, you know, you can shift them around into the, the most beautiful emotion of all, of all, which is the emotion of love. Well, this is what we're, why we're talking about this. Dr. Carmen Hara joining us here today, turning fear into possibilities. Live from the floor of one the event, University of Washington. Today, tomorrow, the big event, live, center stage, memorial, stadium, open to the public. You do have to go online and get a ticket. Our, our fabulous police department really wants to, us to do that so we know who, who's coming through the doors, Memorial Stadium, all day, webcast, people joining us, Deepak Chopra, Rhonda Britton, you name it. Uh, it's an amazing time. I will be doing the Moment of Forgiveness with the 2011 National Heroes of Forgiveness uh, recipients, uh, Matthew Bogart and Tim Zoll. Uh, Dr. Carmen, I wanted to talk with you uh, about this idea of possibilities, the world we live in, how to create that shift. And, you know, we were talking here yesterday and today. T- yesterday was a very f- profound day uh, for me. I, I actually facilitated the panel on personal empowerment and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm at a place right now that maybe you can help describe for me. Um, something has changed for me. Something inside has changed. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it will play out in life. But I think all of us that have been part of this are forever changed. How can well, I really think that an event like this yeah. it, it changes um, the way you look at your life. Mm. It, it changes uh, globally. Did you know that September 11 was actually talking about prediction was, um, you know, already um, on the walls of the pyramid. There are two books, one mm. published in 93 and one published in 87, talking about September 11, many years prior to this event. Did you know that? No. There was a book written by an, astro- by an uh, anthropologist who went to the walls of the pyramid, and he wrote a book called Our Origin. And in the book, published in 1987, 1987 so we're talking about uh, 14 years prior to September 11, 
he talks about describing events on the wall of the pyramid from the day when the first war, war happened to the discovering the penicillin. And then he goes and he reads September 17, 2001. And, and, is, is, uh, and he interprets the scripture on the walls of the pyramid like the day, uh, the six days after the big storm. So September 17, 2001, on the walls of the pyramid, a book written 14 years prior to the event, described that six days after the big storm. So whatever whatever the big storm meant, that it meant a major world event that's going to impact consciousness, but precisely that event is there, and the book exists as a proof of somebody who was qualified to understand those, uh, um, you know, uh, writings on the pyramid and try to interpret the meaning. And to me, that was so amazing. And then there's another book re- written by Myra Times, published by Valentine Books in 1990 which does the same thing, talks about prediction of the future of the world, and at some point at the end of the book, she talks there's going to be a big event during the month of September 2001 that's going to change the way we look at our world. So somehow this has been said, but nobody paid attention. (laughs) Exactly. Dr. Carmen, are we paying attention now? Yeah, we have to. We have to because we have to uh, realize that everything that's happening to us from all these uh, major, you know, natural disasters. I mean, you, we've never heard of an, an earthquake of an earthquake in New York. We never heard of hurricane in New York. Never. <laughs> and and my friend Kelly Catron, who had that big TV show on Bravo, Kelly on Earth, she calls me the day of the earthquake. She says, Carmen, do you remember you told me a year and a half ago there's going to be an earthquake in New York, and I. I told you absolutely not. And you know what? I am your biggest testimonial that you actually told me this is going to happen. And then these are happening to us just to wake us up. You know, an earthquake is a release in the energy when something that we collectively, the collective mind of the planet has to wake up and say we have to do something. That's why I wrote the book, Holiness, Dr. Pat. So people to come together, let's do something, let's face the reality. It's not too late. It's within our hands, you know, to, to stop a destructive pattern, to, as you said, to bring love, to turn this fear of the unknown, fear of an 11 like this, fear of the terrorists, fear of the economy, fear of the job, fear, whatever fear you might have within you, it can be shifted into the, 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 the feeling of love in which we love each other unconditionally, we embrace each other, we come as one unity, as one unstoppable force, and, and boy, we can create the most beautiful life on earth. I'm such an optimist that we'll have to get there. And unless we really wake up 100%, we'll continue to have here and there small episodes meant to, to shift the energy around into the, into the right direction. So I really think that at some degree, September level was this, and everything else happening to us is just the waking us up, the waking, you know, waking up, the stop being in denial, stop blaming, stop, take responsibility. As you said it, forgive, forgive. You know what forgive means in Greek? It means detach. It's a Greek word that means you detach, you you forgive those who harm you because this is the only way 
you can break free and you can move on and you not allow the blockage of fear or whatever bad emotion you might have to stop you from achieving you meant to, to achieve. So humanity has to forgive what happened, has to move on and has to come together into being entire, complete, unheard, you know, and imagine all the people living in a, pa uh, in a place of, of love and in a place of peace. That's what we have to imagine it. And whatever we imagine will create. So we collectively, reality reflects what the mind projects, whatever we reflect out there, it's going to be the outcome. And I, I, I am an optimist, and I know you're an optimist, and we believe in the good in people. We believe in forgiveness. We believe in creating the world of our dreams. I, uh, you're, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I do come from that place, and I always have. And the hardest thing for me to do uh, that I've done in my life, Dr. Carmen, was to forgive myself. And, boy, yeah, I have had that, to look that's at that. a big that. one. Yeah. It is, because, you know, it showed up in my body, uh, you know, in illness. And, mm -hmm. um, and I think yesterday I had a huge epiphany. And isn't it so interesting that I'm being asked tomorrow in the live webcast, Broadcast to Millions, to facilitate the moment of forgiveness from the stage. I love that. I love that you're the one doing it. You you learn it the hard way, but you did learn it, you know, and you want to teach everybody, and then people should actually listen to that amazing prayer of forgiveness. I really think that it comes like a prayer. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have to tell you, it doesn't mean, just like you alluded to, it doesn't mean that, first of all, we excuse the atrocities in the world. We certainly don't condone genocide in the world. We don't condone Absolutely. women that are being subjected to what they call in, in South, uh, South Africa corrective rape. I mean, come yes. on. That term is nauseating. We're not condoning that. No, absolutely. And you know, I don't know if you know, but I'm a member of the, of the Alliance for the New Humanity with Deepak Chopra and also Vital Voices. Uh, for everybody listening, you know, go and check Vital Voices. It, it, it has been created by the Secretary of State Hillary Clinton in 96. And it became a huge organization meant to help women, the ones you're talking about. Those poor women, you know, I meant, I, I, I'm going to all these uh, events and, and I want you, Dr. Pat, to join me one day and let's go together. You know? Let's do it. You will be you will be so touched to see those women how they come from Congo, from as you said, Africa, different parts of the world, and in the stories you hear from them, the stories that are so sad and so disturbing, how they uh, you know take a three year old and and they burn those kids and they you know and they rape those women and then they kill them. It's just unbelievable the atrocities that still exist on this planet, and and you know what can you do in front of them? You, you, as you said, but you still have to have that forgiveness because if you don't forgive, then you create a disease, which is another way that a part of you disconnects from the rest, and that's what an illness is all about. So I've seen women who couldn't forgive, and they developed cancer three years later, you know, because they couldn't let go of that vibration. So I think humanity has to let go of the vibration of, of, of fear and negativity and raise consciousness and acknowledge that we are such powerful forces and it's up to us to be good. It's up to us to stop this uh, uh, destructive pattern from happening. And we have, you know, the capacity to stop the the the, 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 the all, all this negativity, all this killing, you know, all these terrorists. It, we we will get to the bottom of it. We'll eliminate the the evil. We have to from the face of the earth to to live harmony and harmony and in peace. The 
and, and this should be our goal collectively. Well, I love this, Dr. Carmen, because I think there's something really important that we're missing here. And you and I just, we just hit it. And I'll tell you, you just let me know when we're going on this trip. Oh, I even tell you right now, we're going to be there together uh, in April um, in Washington. It's the first week of April, and I'm going to take you with me, and we'll have an amazing, amazing experience. You're going to see all these celebrities in Hollywood, you know, coming, you know, to help, to donate money, to be there. A huge audience. I know always uh, the Secretary of State is always there, you know, and she will welcome everybody. So we're going to have a blast. So everybody wants to join us, feel free, and remember, Vital Voices, first week in April 2012. Well, you just send me the information so I can make my flight arrangements now. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I want to just say something. Let's give out your website here and let folks know how to find out more about you, how to find out about the cruise. That you're going to be doing. Yes, yes, yes. I have this this amazing event. So it's between 21st to 28th. So if you want to meet Colette, better read my beautiful uh, sister in spirit and Doug and me. We're gonna. It's gonna be the three of us. You know, uh, one week. You know, of an uh, amazing experience. Is if you really want to learn spirituality, have fun. You know, watch Broadway shows and you know, be on be at sea. You know, connect with the healing water element. You know, then join us. So. If you go to my site, www.carmenhara, carmenhara.com, my name, then you can see about the cruise. You can also listen to my Hay House radio show every week on Thursday, 11 to 12. So, um, you know, this is the way to connect with me. And listen, Dr. Pat, you're such an angel. You're such a healing force. You're such a powerful uh, superwoman. I absolutely adore you, and I am so grateful that, you know, you're on this planet and help us and give all the good, you know, that that you have to give to every living creature. You're an amazing person. I adore you. Dr. Carmen, the feeling is mutual. (laughs) Thank you so much. I am on the calendar to go with with you. I am going to be attached to you at the hip. Good, good, good. Fabulous. Yeah, fabulous. Thank you. Dr. Carmen Hara, uh, Hara everybody. We're going to take a short break. But it's like when it all comes down to it, the most incredible, precious thing in the world is love. It's the one thing that's missing right now. Come to bring it back. All I want is love. Love is God. people. 